Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Let Thrive. Thrive. (laughs) That's pretty terrible. Anyways, yes, welcome back to Live Left Drive. This is um, episode 17. And we are your hosts. Oh, my name is Steve. <laughs> and uh, Micah. And we have a special, um, uh, what's it called? Co- co-host. Yeah, yeah, we can't call her a guest. She's been on the show <laughs> She's been on times. before. Give it up for the lovely Mahogany. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Mahogany. How you been? Been doing pretty good. Yeah. Yourself? Kicking butt and taking names? I forgot to take some names, but... <laughs> you got a couple of the names down, Yeah, right? I got a couple down. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I've been doing good. You know, getting ready for the big move. Um, we've been, uh, what's it called? Um, cleared to close at, at the house we're going to buy in Arlington, yeah. the one we're talking about. We avoided the whole... We avoided the whole condo fiasco, and thank thank God for that. Dodged a bullet. <laughs> yeah, big bullet. I'll tell you real quick about that um, episode seventeen. Live that drive. I'll um, a buddy of mine that was actually um, uh, got has a condo in the same those same places, oh. the same the same complex. He has mm-hmm. a condo there. Um, they're not letting him rent out his spot right now. I don't know the whole lowdown. But his other buddy, who which he which he lives with, he's saying, yeah, right now they're not letting him rent his rent out his condo at all, and I think maybe it's his condo is a little rough around the edges or something, not up to snuff, and they said, no, you can't rent it out right now, dog. <laughs> and so I'm like, man, wow, screw HOAs, you know yeah, what I'm saying? HOAs suck, <laughs> unless you're doing corporate rentals. So thank goodness, exactly. Thank goodness I I didn't um, get into that. Yeah, because they could have switched it up on you at any moment. You could have just got set up for Airbnb and then they pulled that one. Oh, they did that to y'all. They did that to y'all. Except for, did we know about that? Know about what? The HOA blocking short-term rentals before. Yeah, yeah, we kind of just did it anyway. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, I do tell people, uh, let people know if you're going to be, you know, written out places hoas let them know um really the good thing about it is our realtor told us if it was hoa ready and we kind of did it anyway well you know what though i feel like we had already um decided to buy that condo before she even told us the the, uh, hoa banned things like airbnb so i felt that's why we were like well we're gonna do it anyway i was actually on the airbnb community center the other day Mm-hmm. And I found out that a lot of people have that issue where they thought they could or just did it anyway, rented out their condos against the HOA rules. Right. Yeah. And one couple, they were like, okay, so what we're going to do in the community center when I was reading, like, so what we're going to do is create a contract saying they're staying for 30 days, even if they're staying for like two weeks. That way, if the if, you know stuff hits the fan, we could show them this contract and this contract shows it for a year, what are they going to say? Let me talk to the people. Right, right. So right. I get, but here's my thing. How do you get people to sign this 30-day contract if they only want to stay two weeks? Like, are they going to be like, nah, I don't want to be binded in this contract 
but that's what they said they were doing on the community center. Some people who are. I, I wondered about, about that. If you could do that, say, hey, you know, wink, wink. It's a thirty-day yeah. contract, but mm-hmm. you can bounce after after a couple weeks. You know, I'm sure um, people will do that. I, I don't think it'll work in our HOA. Our neighbors are too nosy. They go tell somebody. Like, hey, uh, and that's what I that's what I put on the community center. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that sounds like a good plan, but. You know, with our neighbors, they're taking pictures of our Airbnb guests. Their cars are license plates. <laughs> are you serious? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Sending them man. to the, HO, the board of the, the HOA board. <laughs> yeah, so cor- corporate Riddle's been helping us out, though, so we can't complain. But, yeah, we got some crazy neighbors, man. That's crazy, man. Yeah. It's good for a, for a corporate rentals because at least you yeah. could, you know. It's safe. It's safe. People are looking out. They're all retired. And they're home, like, all day. Right, right. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I dodged a bullet with that condo in pa- South Padre Island. I still love South Padre Island, and, and right now, and prices are dropping even more right now, so I don't know what's going to happen with that whole island. I mean, it can't just keep dropping forever, right? It could uh, go underwater. man. Yeah, well, that hurricane makes The hurricane, hard. yeah, but, it, you know, it didn't really hit Padre too hard. This time. Yeah, this time. But for some reason, it barely ever gets hit. It, the hurricanes just, just somehow go up north. They just, they just go up north of Padre. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure maybe they're due for one. It's it's well, always a risk. I would say only because of all the erosion that's going on, all the damage to the to the planet. You know, yeah. things are yeah. happening. Even you know, things are going to start happening more and more frequent frequent than what's been happening lately. Right. Because you right. can't just keep doing a certain things to the environment and then expect it not to react eventually. Yeah, gotta take care of Mama Earth. Yeah. And but there's like um <laughs> out there in the. Where we stayed, you know, we, we, we recently did a trip to Padre and uh, my wife, my two daughters and my um, my buddy from Argentina went with his with his wife. I'm sorry, girlfriend at the, right now. They'll get married one day. But anyways, uh, <laughs> and, and it was cool. We had fun. And out there in the distance, though, you can see way out there. There's the oil, oil derricks, the oil things in the yeah. in platforms in the middle of the ocean. And it kind of takes away and you see like we saw a big tanker just sitting out there for like the whole week mm-hmm. and we're just like yeah this is kind of you know it's kind of taken away from my little beach fantasy here but you know there's plenty of oil under there so they're gonna keep coming that's how galveston mm-hmm. is man galveston yeah, like used to be beautiful yeah. down there now you look out there you see a huge oil rig you're like ah, <laughs> it's just sucks. taken away from yeah, it, man. it does. <laughs> but we need to we need to drive our cars bro yeah. and not get price gouged <laughs> So, in this week in Airbnb, what have you guys been up to? Well, what have you been up to, Steve, besides the house? Because I know Airbnb has been giving me a hellacious time. Kind of like our last guest, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to, to Peter, yeah. the treehouse guy from Atlanta, Georgia. The the number one most wished. Wished? Is that what it is? Wished. Um, yeah. Saved place, I think it was. Place on or wished the, place. Uh, wished, no, wished. You wished, okay. Wished for, you know, when you hit a wish button and you okay. like, this is a cool, I want to stay here. Yeah. He has like, um, just what, 600,000 people on there wishing to stay at his place, yeah. a crazy number. Is it yeah. like them wishing to stay there or like saving it for later? Uh, I think it's, it's the wish list. Okay, I see. Yeah. But he said he could rent it out every day, yeah. all year round if he wanted to, every single day. But he he, he takes days off, you know. And um, he like he runs it all him by himself, talks to all the guests by himself, cleans it by himself. I mean, this dude he has a most one of the most popular ones in the world, and he does it all by himself. That's, yeah, that's crazy. It's, awesome. it's his baby. It's his baby. You know, Aww. and I understand that he talks. <laughs> yeah. He speaks about the treehouse like it's a living, breathing 
thing, yeah. you know? That's awesome. It's his passion. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it comforts him when it, he needs to be comforted. And that's and why he was so, you know, honored. I'm sure he was like, I'll talk about it on the, on the podcast because he, like, oh, yeah. loves it yeah. so much. Like, I'm yeah. telling folks about her. Yeah. What's her name? Did he have a name? A name for the treehouse? Yeah. He didn't have it. I didn't. He might. We didn't ask him. But he had an old man. But yeah. the... but. But that was a tree that's out the, to the yeah. distance, right? Mm-hmm. One of the big trees that's right there. And it's not where the tree houses are, is it? It's just he has like a bench going around the old man. Mm-hmm. He has this giant, giant, um, what is it called? Georgia pine or whatever. I'm not sure what they call them. That's but... how much we pay attention to our guests. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> I, but anyways, yeah. and he said, and he calls it the old man. Oh, he said it, cool. It's been there since the Civil War. He said there's a story behind it. And um, so he, he gave that one a name and when he brings guests on his property that's the first thing he shows them this is the old man you need to respect him you know be be cool to the old man and this well and i have that. like so many questions but i guess i just need to listen <laughs> to it. i'll get right. you a copy don't worry i'll get you a bootleg <laughs> cool <laughs> before it even hits, hits theaters before it drops but the thing peter was going in on was um the customer service of airbnb which I, I 100% felt them on it, you know. Um, you know, we're not here to bash Airbnb or, you know, we're just keeping it real, you know what I mean? Uh, and he had some interesting things, like he can't get a hold of them or they are slow to respond, kind of like with me and Mahogany been going through the last two weeks with mm. the old case manager that took our money and then uh. took our money again and, yeah, pretty much created a fiasco for us, so... Damn. I knew, yeah, I knew exactly what he was going through. Damn. Uh, yeah. And um, one thing that inspired me about about the the Peter Bayhouse. Bayhouse? Bayhouse? Yeah. I, Bay, I don't want to butcher his name. Yeah, he, he kind of corrected us really quickly. <laughs> Bayhouse. So he, 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 whatever. It, I'm sorry, Peter. I'm Peter, I hope you're listening to this. Yeah, I hope. I hope, I hope so. Yeah, I hope you are. <laughs> <laughs> he did invite us to stay at his place. And yeah. It's the, number, the most popular Airbnb in the world. <laughs> I would love that. Thank we you, We got Peter. connections. Yeah. Yeah, we got connects. We got connects. <laughs> in the Airbnb world. And, and slowly, if you look, but, slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah. And um, if you look at the um, the Live, Let, Thrive notes that y'all are both on. Mm-hmm. And this is before the interview. The... Um, the, the thing I put before I even, you know, talked, you know, we, we interviewed the guy was the art house, exclamation point, my Airbnb, exclamation point. And I was, because I was thinking it all day today and, um, and my house in Arlington previously, uh, well, I still have the house in Arlington that I rent to long-term renters, but that was, that was the art house. I called it the art house and I, you know, we had art everywhere. We had Christmas lights in there. It's like really, you know, a cool little festive place. And, um, and people and people loved going there and i never did airbnb on or anything but uh-huh. it just we did art shows we did you know music shows and stuff like that and i just thought it was a cool spot people liked going there and i was thinking well just all day today you know, i've been going back and forth should i just long-term rent it you know be easier or it's more guaranteed or should i go or should i do corporate or airbnb you know i've been going back and forth and i'm like man no if i turn it into like something i love yeah. I'm passionate about and then like art house put up art everywhere put cool stuff decorations and um it'd be fun and i'd love doing it and i look forward to being here. i'd love to come here every time even though if i have to clean it or whatever i just love being in my, my art house and then when he when he we interviewed peter he was just all about he built that tree house because he was passionate 
about the treehouse. He was something he always wanted since he was a kid. And he just went off and did all these cool things to it. And the, the, he doesn't even have to advertise or sell it because people connected with that. And they have experiences there. And the women, like a woman brought her sister and said, this is my birthday present to you. And she just started bawling, you know, she started yeah. crying. They had like this cool you know experience and he said he started like crying a little bit seeing yeah. that you know but it just <laughs> people come here and just like enjoy something that i you know created or me mm-hmm. and my wife created yeah it's comforting spot they, they just come here and enjoy it's not just a regular run-of-the-mill hotel or just a run-of-the-mill whatever it's just something that they can they have an experience at mm-hmm. and i was like that's what I, that's what motivates me about starting my airbnb you know and, and i like really really like sports right and what he was making me think of, like, maybe I should turn each of my rooms into, like, an NFC East room. Like, because, okay, the Cowboys play each NFC East team twice, right? Right, well, right. So the, each of those people are going to come here. So, like, make an Eagles room, a Giants room, and a Cowboys room. And then deck out the living room upstairs. Mahogany's shaking her head. She's shaking her head. <laughs> no, it's just, no damn it's just the idea room. I had. And then, like, but what, what, like, what if the Cowboys room is booked and the Giants fan has to stay in there? I mean, or, like, I mean, something like that. I mean, it doesn't really matter. They I mean, probably, you don't know. That's why I was like, let's not put up pictures of us wearing LSU gear because they might not like us for that uh, reason. I'm the one who said that. No, I said that. <laughs> Right. Whatever. I said that. But, but you're going to have these rooms catering no, no, to one specific I'm just specific saying, like, but like, for, like, the group NFC people. East fans, though. Whoa. Yeah. So, for, like, the NFC East fans. I don't know. It was just something kind of weird. It, it might. Because, like, it seems like his listing gets so much attention because it, he didn't do it for financial freedom like we're doing. You know, he's doing it for a passion. Like, that's what he loves to do, you know? So, right. yeah, it was just. That was really cool about him. It was his passion. And what he was saying, like, when he gets people leaving him reviews, Mahogany said that the other day. She's like, dang, I love it when people say we're able to accommodate them, give them what they need. And it's a real awesome feeling. And that's what keeps us going to be better hosts. Yeah, yeah. And and I thought about that idea, too, before doing, like, a the house over there by the stadium right now, doing uh, just the whole Dallas Cowboys thing. You know, because you know, the Cowboys, I was like, ah, that'd be cool. People would see it. And then I was like, oh, crap. You know, what if a Redskins fan or Eagles fan <laughs> wants to come to town? They're like, I ain't staying at that old damn Dallas yeah, Cowboys exactly. house. You know? <laughs> so I just thought of that right away. Uh, but but, well, if, but then I thought, well, do like a generic, you know, sports theme throughout mm-hmm. the house. You know, have some old black and white pictures of football or, yeah. you know, of whatever sports, soccer, because people come here to see different yeah. things and just, just decorate it like a sports house, you know, yeah. not just one team or whatever. Th- that would yeah. be an awesome idea. Call it the sports loft. We need to get another, another place for that. Yeah, like, true. When, our, next, our next investment probably. Because I, I noticed like when the guy, I think even if you catered it to one team, I think people would still come because the last guy who came for the Cowboys game, he's like, man, I came here because... You guys are way cheaper than hotels. Like, because our room compared to a Motel 6 room, Motel 6 charges 110 a night. Oh, damn. For two people in a king-size bed. I'm like, yo, we got that. And yeah. you get a kitchen. So we definitely raised our prices up for the next, uh, for the next, uh, for the next, uh, not, what's it, for the next guest or whatever. Definitely. Now, did you um, have success renting the whole top out that like you were saying you were going to do? Yes, we oh, actually nice. have two. We oh, have yeah. two. We, huh? Go ahead. Oh, we have two inquiries on the table. One lady's coming for the game. She has. She got back to us this morning. 
she's I guess she's still waiting on money to book or whatever. But and then one guy's trying to stay through the Christmas holiday, mm-hmm. ten nights for a nice little payout for the whole top. Yeah. Oh, whole top. nice. Yeah, That's a nice so. payout. And Merry Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. We're definitely definitely moving. I'll tell my wife to say hi real quick. You got your wife on. I'm gonna throw my wife on. Oh yeah, go ahead. Say hi, babe. Hi. Do you you love you love Airbnb? Oh, I love it. (laughs) The new house we're buying, and it has a huge back room, which would be perfect for Airbnb. But we're not using it for that. We're gonna use it for her um, her beauty salon. Yeah, she just got her esthetician degree, so we're gonna have yeah, yeah. yay. So um. Facials, massages, and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> then she get her um, cosmetology license, and she'll be up and rolling. She's an entrepreneur, too. So we got, we're yeah. lucky. We got two wives yeah. that are got... entrepreneurs. Yeah. So you can uh, go to Steve's Airbnb, get a massage, hey, makeup. Good idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> and that's what you're you know, into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, we're lucky dudes. That's all I'm saying. Definitely, hmm. we are. Um, I banged my head today at work, Dang. literally on a desk. <laughs> I, 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 I dropped. A, I feel like doing that sometimes. Oh. I'm so frustrated at work, but I dropped a pin underneath the desk and I went down. You know, just reaction and went down to get it. Boom! And I had my sunglasses on my head, shattered my sunglasses, hmm. but they were just dollar store sunglasses, whatever. <laughs> so, and, so you expected that? Yeah, and I'm like, the expensive was they eat it in soap powder. <laughs> oh, I lost him in the in South Padre Island, my my Oakleys. Yeah, Red, bad may, luck with glasses. May they rest in peace. Yeah, that's true. Every time I go to the dollar store, I buy ten pairs of of dollar sunglasses. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. So, but anyways, so I I, I banged my head real hard. Maybe I got a concussed. But Whoa. I'm like, no, nah, I don't know if about that hard. But it was pretty hard, and um, I got a hard head. But I was thinking, would that make me be a better host? Michael, what do you think? Well, I don't know. Am I kicking kicking butt today? Depends on uh, <laughs> what ideas popped into your head after you banged your head. Ah, uh, no ideas at all. I, they all just flew out of my head oh, with my sunglasses. Uh, oh, <laughs> speaking of ideas, the epic bigger pockets post. Oh, that was good. So. Being a, I, I pretty much, I have a keyword set up for Airbnb on Bigger Pockets. Yeah, yeah. And I had to send this to Steve and my wife as soon as I saw it. I sent a text to both of them. This dude pretty much was like, uh, he, he rents out his place to people that own, that like oil workers, miners or whatever. And yeah. I guess it's kind of a secluded area. And he's like, yeah, I get people hitting me up all the time. And they tell me the local prostitutes are the ones who told them about the place. He goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He posted this on this forum. We're like, really? You just said that out loud? He goes, yeah, and I guess they use the place. I guess they prefer furnished rentals over hotels. I just let them do their business. He goes, I don't want to offend anyone, but hey, it's business. Me and Steve are like, what the? He's like, yeah, some people on this thread will be offended, but yeah, it's just business. I'm like, no, that's a brothel, bro. Wow. shouldn't be putting it out there like that. A brothel. Yeah, uh, we are working to get him as a guest. So that would be cool. Oh man, we'll rate that one as the rated X episode. Do not listen in the car with kids, please. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Something about Airbnb and 
prostitutes. I don't know. Hey, yeah, we've brought them up several wow. times. Yeah, that's. Hey, prostitutes are people too, Mike. Shout out to the prostitutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> True. Oh, ho ho. Um, this. <laughs> Real quick question to you, to y'all. I, I was thinking about this today. This, we're getting off track here. Um, does having <laughs> does having a um, like a home business, which mm-hmm. is what we 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 have home businesses, right? And um, does that drop your taxable income? That's a good. Qu- well, let's say your home business lost. I don't know. Let's just for for numbers' sake. Okay. Go I ahead. Lo- I lost five grand this year. Let's just say uh, someone lost five grand in their home business, but it's really because you're buying refrigerators, you're buying this, and you're putting money into it, so you're going to show a loss, right, in your home business. Would you? Would that be taken off of your taxable income? Uh, I don't know because what, have, what if you have an LLC? Yeah, that's if what you I was have an LLC, saying. it will be, I believe. Then it will be taken off. But if you so don't, if you made a hundred grand one year, right, and you and you want to take so in other words, you only made ninety five because. You lost money in your business. You mean as far as money pay, when you say lose money from your business? Do you mean like having to spend it on stuff for the business? Yeah, yeah. So like pretty much investing in your business. Right. Exactly. No, that's going to be a problem. Why is that? A CPA is going to tell you that because you're mixing incomes. Oh, okay. A CPA is going to tell you that right off the bat. The reason that you create an LLC is for that purpose. Okay. So you're not mixing your. Taxable your work your, income, yeah, your work income with, with your, your business income. Exactly. Now, uh, I, I will tell you this: to get it started, your LLC started, you are under the table using your other income. To yeah, start. you have to. You exactly. need money to come from somewhere, oh, unless right? you're getting a loan. So you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But we do teach people how to open LLCs. Whoever's out there needing to do so, contact us. Yeah. The LLC gurus. Not no, even. Not <laughs> but we just know how to get you started because we yeah. got started. So earlier, before we started taping this episode, Mahogany did a walkthrough of our house in Hearst, which we will be turning into an Airbnb, and she gave us plenty of good ideas. So if you're out there, you need um, assistance in starting up your Airbnb. Start up your Airbnb. Start with one room. Just say, "Hey, boom! I got this extra room. I just dump laundry in. You know, whatever." Turn it into an Airbnb and hit up, hit us up, you know, and even you can talk to uh, Mahogany directly and she can help mm-hmm. you walk, sure. walk through it, you know, and get you started on your Airbnb, your path to um, financial freedom. Yes. yes. Uh, Artist Vacations Consulting um, website will be up soon. So you can go ahead and hop on there and check out our packages. Um, we have many packages from different price ranges, depending on what you're looking for, how serious you want to dive in and how much help you need. All right. So no excuses if you want to make some extra money. Seriously, Airbnb is where it's at, even though they've been, you know, kind of on our bad side in some ways. But, you know, that's still, you know, a good way to start your own and get out of the rat race for sure. Definitely. And congratulations for being our first um, advertisement on the show. Oh, thank you. (laughs) She ain't paying us nothing, but, you know, she's our first ad. (laughs) No, but she does a lot for, she does so much for... um, Live, let, thrive. I mean, always, always posting stuff on Facebook, and she does the intro, outro. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> let her do her thing. I actually need to be put on here each each time you guys record at the end of a show. Remind people because you guys owe me. Okay, uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. some residuals. <laughs> right at the end of each one. <laughs> I get I get thirty seconds. 
Yeah, yeah. So, um, the Dallas Cowboys are getting us paid this year because they're going to the Super Bowl and they're going to win it all, right? Let's hope so. <laughs> I mean, one playoff game is all you need, man. I, playoff games? I jack up the price so high. I'm serious. <laughs> like, you know how much people are playing to see a playoff game? Right, oh, yeah, right. I'm jacking up prices, man. If Motel 6 charging 120 I'm charging, I'll charge 150 Whoa. No, only because those rooms are going to get booked. People are looking for a place last minute. That's they what happened. A, they need a spot. That's what happened last weekend. He's like, I was just looking for a place last minute, and you were open. I was like, cool. Dang, so, yeah. So here we go. Make the playoffs. Make a good or strong run, home field all the way. Oh, yeah. man. We'll Let's hope set. Zeke doesn't get suspended the next six games, <laughs> or else we might be sitting on the bench. <laughs> yeah, Alfred Morris looked good in preseason, oh, but yeah. that's a different story, right? Yes. So I put curtains up this week. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, got the curtains up. The first time in my whole Did adult life help? that I've that I, yeah, my wife with me of course. But the <laughs> first time in I my <laughs> in my whole existence on this planet, I've ever went curtain shopping. Usually I put like a, a sheet or maybe some aluminum foil. <laughs> I go real classy, you know. And <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> I do not do the curtain shopping. I let my husband do it. Yeah. Yeah, the aluminum foil. Aluminum foil, yeah. See, I worked. I used to work midnight shift for a long time, and so I, I had my room just blacked out. I mean, just dark. Not mm-hmm. one shred of light could get through that thing. I aluminum foiled the windows, uh-huh. and I put like um, like a big blanket over it. Too. Why didn't you go get some blackout blanket? Doesn't work black enough. I needed, I needed no shred, no... I put like three layers of aluminum foil on my windows in my room. Not the whole house. It was my house, so I could do whatever. Apartments frown upon that. But anyways, I even blacked out. They had a bedroom. It was the master's. I had a bedroom and uh, bathroom adjoining it. I, black, I put the aluminum foil in the bathroom, too. I didn't want no light creeping in. I had it so solid black. And I would... I wouldn't. If I went in there and took a nap, I wouldn't, I'd wake up. I wouldn't know what day it is. Or what time it was, Dang. you know? Dang. But I, well, he I, wasn't playing. But I worked midnight shift, so I had to have a good sleep when I got home, you know? And if there's any light coming in, I just I couldn't sleep well. My mm-hmm. wife, she likes night lights. I don't like night lights at all. Like a two or three months after we get married, I take it off. She completely. took all I bet. my foil off. I don't blame you. She made my butt go to day shift. And you, you actually gave me a good idea. Next time I have to go to night shift, I'm doing that. You said use foil, right? I use aluminum foil to cover everything. No, single... we'll go buy some blackout curtains with an extra <laughs> panel to go with it. We don't need all that. Yeah, but probably I will get it again in January. Yeah, I might. But it's worth it. I might have to go back to midnight shift in January. Oh, really? Oh, man. Because, well, she's going to do her um, cosmetology. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to have to go. She can't watch the baby in the morning if she's going to school. So I'm going to have to go midnight shift, get home, watch the baby. She gets home, you know. So we'll, we'll work it out. We'll figure okay. it out. But it's only for six months. That's how it was when we first had our baby. Off topic, but it was like that. Yeah. Except for, yeah, he had a work night shift. Yeah. It's lonely at, it's lonely at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Entrepreneurs, they find a way, right? Yeah. Well, everything works out, you know? People complain and I'll never be, I can't go to school. I gotta, there's always a way. You might have to sacrifice a little bit, mm-hmm. but there's always a way. So yeah, that's um that's what's been going on. Curtains everywhere. I put them up all over the house, and um, yeah, some spots they look cool. Other spots I'm not sure yet. I might get some other ones, but um, 
but right here, yeah. So I've never been curtain shop in my life. I suggest. I guess we went to uh, Ross. Was it Ross? Mm-hmm. Ross. Yeah, and they had good deals there. It was actually Walmart had similar prices, but they had the cheap Walmart brands. Yeah. Ross had like the actual name brands that looked good, and mm. for about the same price as the the cheaper Walmart ones. You know what I'm saying? Like the they had, like the Walmart curtain rods weren't as fancy looking as these curtain rods, but they wanted about the same prices, like five ninety nine for the curtain rods. And um, fascinating stuff. I'm sure the listeners will go, oh, well, tell me more about your curtains. But <laughs> maybe, maybe. But um, yeah, so that's a good tip. Go to Ross. Yeah. And um, you get the not you get the, the name brands for about the same price as, uh, as the as Ross. The knockoffs. And what, what was the other one? TJ Maxx? Did TJ Maxx have it? No, they don't. I don't yeah. go there. Sure. TJ Maxx, yeah. Has Marshalls. Marshalls. Yeah, Marshalls. All those spots, yeah. you know. And um, so I bought curtains, and I'm, I'm excited about that. What's new in y'all's, new in y'all's, um, in y'all's world, Airbnb world? I know you were wanting to vent. I don't know if you got it all out on the last show, but you no, were wanting to man. vent about Airbnb. So my biggest problem with Airbnb is they can refund people their money without notifying you. And I don't know if Air, that's Airbnb's policy. Or if it's... Someone's mistake. Someone's mistake. Like, even at that, let's say she did make a mistake. Let's say she, she legit funded this guy, refunded this guy's money. Don't you think us as hosts should know that? You know? Right, right. Yeah, because pretty much she refunded this guy's money and he stayed in our place. And he oh. didn't ask to be refunded. He asked her to take off taxes. So I, me and Mahogany were into it tough with Airbnb. But he refunded the money. They ended up taking it out of again because of a mistake this lady had made. And then we ended up getting the money back. So it was like four times we were just going back and forth at the Airbnb. So. Jeez. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they're, I think, like I said, I don't think the people that answer the phone work for Airbnb. I truly think they're virtual assistants because they can't transfer you anywhere. Uh, that kind of yeah. tells you they're a virtual assistant, which right, right. I'm not sure on that. I don't want to put that on Airbnb. But, I mean, I know they're growing right now. So it's going to take a while to probably build that help desk or support center. So I'm not knocking them, but it needs to come pretty quick. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to come with it soon because so many people complain about it on the community center. If you you all who don't know, I'm really big on the Airbnb community center as far as always getting on it. And if you are a host on Airbnb, you have access to the community center. And the more you like stuff and write posts and things, the more your your listings are advertised on Airbnb, kind of the higher up, you know, they pop up in the search more than others if you're active on the community center, from my understanding, from what I've noticed, and from what I've read on different link, you know, links and stuff. Uh, that's good that you say that, because on the last episode, Peter actually told us and it was good hearing it from his perspective that being a super host does affect your ranking and your rating on where you show up. Because he said when he lost his super host status, he lost 500,000 viewers, I think. 500,000 views. That's a whole lot of views just from losing super host. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, I mean, I guess now it kind of is worth it to be a super host. You are going to have people asking for more stuff, but... I'd rather take that than a... That's a big hit, you know? And listen to the last episode to see how he lost his super health status because it'll, it'll make you mad. It'll, yeah, yeah, it was pretty it'll, messed up. It'll be like, man, that's messed up, Airbnb. Yeah. Come on, you're bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, so Airbnb's been doing the whole thing with the, uh, hey, 
for the Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma, we'll let you rent your place out for free. Right, right. So at first I was like, okay, cool with that. But I think I figured out why they did that. It's because the platform, I think they built it so they can't take off taxes. And what happens is when states go in state of emergency, hey, you can't charge tax. So Airbnb was getting hit up. Because I know I got hit up about it. People were hitting them up saying, hey, I want this room, but I want you to take off the tax. You know, some people weren't affected by the hurricane, but they know they can take advantage. Like, hey, you know, the state's not charging tax. Let's go, uh, let's go on a quick, yeah, yeah, let's go on a quick vacation. Which, in their mind, they're actually right because you can't charge them tax. So I think Airbnb was like, forget that, just book your place for free. And, you know, I'm not sure if that's the case. But it's, <laughs> it's, it seems like it was. So I don't know. Maybe Airbnb's taking a little bit out of that tax money. I'm not sure, but hey. And that, and that was Peter's gripe. He's like, look, oh, look at look at us. We're Airbnb. We're giving pay, places to stay for free. He's like, those aren't your places. We're the ones giving yeah. these spots out. He yeah. goes, you didn't put a brick up at my house or anything. You know, this is my house. I'm giving people somewhere to stay for free. And you're yep. like, oh, look at us. We're, you know, mm-hmm. we're so good. We're so valiant. But, um, yeah, he, he had a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, I, see, I'm yeah. calm now. That's why I'm not talking too much. I'm already like over it. But <laughs> when it first happened, I was furious. I'm like, I want to speak to your manager. But I tell that lady, okay, it sounds like you don't know what you're talking about. Can I speak to a manager, please? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That's one good thing I wrote on the notes. You have to have a dependable partner. Mahogany is way better at talking to people than me because, like, she heard me. I was in there going off. I was asleep. I'm like, hold on. What's that noise? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Mahogany woke up. She's like, give me the phone. Let me handle it. She got a manager on the phone and got it taken care of. So that's why you got to have a good partner, you know, because me. (laughs) Mike is about to have us lose our our money and get kicked off. Yeah, I'm not a a people person (laughs) when it comes to crap like that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I I heard something funny on on another podcast because... I'm still a long-term renter, and so um, most during the week, I'll, I'll listen to um, real estate podcasts, right? And then getting close to when we're going to tape, I'll jump back to the, to the um, Airbnb podcast. You know, I do a mix mm-hmm. just to get, you know, get it going. What, what did I miss in the world of Airbnb? And, um, but I was listening to this one real estate podcast. This guy was talking about his long-term rentals, and he, and he had done a lot of his work in war zones, you know? And one of his things was... He said, oh, yeah, if if someone starts right off the bat with the whole um, God bless, God bless you, sir, and this and that, right off the bat, he goes, that's a warning sign. They ain't going to pay no rent. <laughs> and it's, like, and it's like, that's true. My renter said that to me. They're like, God bless you. I'm like, oh, they're playing to play, trying to play the God card, you know what I'm saying? And that's how it goes. <laughs> For that, that gets to people's emotions, yeah. man. They're like, oh, it's so sweet. You, you know, I work you for CPS. Um, I work for Child Protective Services. Like, I always get some of these parents sometimes who are just like, and we go to church. Like, some of the, I didn't even ask you if you go to church. Like, why are you sitting here telling me that we go to church and we read the Bible together every night? Like, really? Come on. Yeah, and after that, I beat my kids. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? right. Okay. I thought that was the funniest thing, so beware yeah. of pull, um, pull the Jesus card. Throwing the Jesus card at you right off the bat. I lost my, my, I lost my job, but... God's gonna see us through this, you know. Yeah, watch out for that. They ain't gonna pay you no rent. Yeah. No offense to those. <laughs> no offense to you know, no. Those you know religious people out there. Uh, I oh, love, I love God. You asked <laughs> your last question. You asked what else we've we been doing. Yeah. I have to admit, 
Mahogany is hands down the best Airbnb stager if you're looking to get your place staged for Airbnb. We put up our room M and in Oh, three, M looks nice. Yeah, you've seen it because Steve was like, oh, they're room M. So in a matter of less than six, seven days, we got less than two weeks pretty much. We got two, we got three bookings, three five-star reviews. Right off the bat, and we have someone coming this weekend. So, jeez, yeah, yeah, room M's moving. Nice, yeah, it is. nice. It's been booked ever since the day we posted it. We got a booking. So there you go. Yeah. Hit up mahogany. Yeah, and it's like really because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty picky where I stay, places I stay at. So when I walk in, the first thing I like close my eyes and envision me staying here. Now, what are my feelings? How do I feel? How would I want it to look if I was staying there? So like I really can break it down. Because I'm picky. Michael would tell you, I've left places. Not to be bougie or anything, but if I'm paying money, I want to stay in, like, you know, where I want to stay at. (laughs) Nothing less. And I have a question for other Airbnb hosts. Like, if someone wants to call in or hit us up and answer this question. When you become an Airbnb host, is it kind of hard to find other Airbnbs to stay in? Like, are you... Because I know I'm really picky when I look at them now. Because I'm like, man, I'd have this this way or, you know... It's kind of hard for us to, because like we were looking to go to San Antonio, we just couldn't find an Airbnb to stay in because they just didn't meet our standards. There's right, a lot of right. bare bones out there. Yeah, there are. There is, yeah. Just have a bed, and that's. that's and they have reviews, it. so I know they're successful because they have reviews. So people are staying there. The lady with bed bugs. Even she had, even she had folks coming. People kept going back, and she had bed bugs. Oh man. That's that's nuts. It was like a hundred bucks a night. It was something pricey. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say uh, we we spoke about it when we we're doing the walkthrough, and uh, okay. I have a treadmill here that I don't really use, but I should. And <laughs> and I have some weight, I have some weight equipment, and um, I said, well, in the garage I could set up a nice gym for people, right? Mm-hmm. And I was seeing if that's a good selling point or if it's even worth it to do that. And y'all y'all were saying, I don't know that people like gyms; they like just to, to get their their workout on. And um, I was going to ask, um, and, uh, and the question I put on here in the notes, I was like, would a gym be good or would it even be better to do like just use my garage, just, just don't let them use the garage and use it as a, as a storage unit for my stuff that I'm going to use for my Airbnbs, you know what I'm saying, to keep stuff in there? or I'd go asset, man. Well, that would be an asset too because it's mean a go storage asset? unit I don't, I'm not paying for right true yeah in a way. but that's true but a gym might attract more people yep. you think yeah because i we, we have a neighbor that has a gym so because you know i go through airbnbs private rooms and i see what they have that we don't they have a gym so right. i went out i'm like okay we got to beat this guy out so we put refrigerator microwave walk-in closets uh you know, you kind of got to look at competition. Like, look around your neighborhood, see who has a gym. If they don't have a gym, if they don't have a gym, it's a plus for you. Yeah, that's true, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I would also, you know, see kind of off-air type thing. Um, see, like, if you're going to, what are you going to have in the storage unit? Like, are you going to have a bunch of stuff that you could be selling? Because if that's the case, you know, stuff that you're just sitting on, like, what is it for? Is this stuff that could be sold, but you just kind of have it all start stashed away in your garage? And you could be using... That is money, you know, being a part of the sharing, being a part of the sharing economy. That makes Have as like you know, one of your guys' guests um, I had listened to said if he hasn't touched something in two weeks, he gets rid of it. 
I'm oh, not that's Jasper. Yeah. I'm not saying be that extreme because you're not living with only a backpack. But right. if you haven't touched it in a couple of months, like what do you like? Why do you still have it? Because then you're going to become a pack rat and have all this junk. Like good point. That's true. That, that was one thing about Jasper inspired me. He said, I haven't touched it in two weeks. I don't need it. I was like, dang, that's true. <laughs> he even gave away, or, um, yeah, gave away his favorite um, soccer shirt, which is his best big time right there if you're into soccer. For <laughs> real. I was going to tell y'all. I think I texted, did I text you that my investment group, the Stock Investment Club, oh, yeah. we finally turned a profit, dude. Yeah. After two years of investing, we've made $5. There you go, man. <laughs> 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 okay. Slowly but surely, man. I think we're up to forty something now, but still. Yeah, that's good. After, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think I made that the first. Oh, shoot, I made more than that the first month of renting out my house. You know, I was like, so I think uh, I think uh, real estate's the way to go, and just just for my own trying to oh pick stocks kind of well, thing. Good job. You know? But speaking speaking of meetups. Micah and I (laughs) (laughs) went to this meetup. Well, I thought it was, at first I thought it was for uh, Airbnb meetup. And then Micah had let us, like, told me later that it was a meetup about investing in general. People, I mean, investing, right? Yeah, investing, entrepreneurship, uh, pretty much a bunch of entrepreneurs getting together. And so I had told my friend and her husband that this was an Airbnb meeting. Cause that's what I thought, and I didn't have time to tell, or I didn't even think to tell them, oh, no, it's not. Yeah. So my friend and her husband get there, and this guy from the other end of the table gets up and comes over to my friend and her husband. And this, these are my friends that I helped set up Airbnb for. Uh, so he comes over there, and he's just talking to them at first, casually. And then he starts talking about, is anyone here in pain in any type of way? My friend Kelly, she's been working out for this competition, and she's like, oh, I'm sore. My knees are kind of sore. This guy pulls out, like, a metal pen, and he's like, um, this is, what did he say it was? Uh, what did he say the pen was? He, oh, he's like, it's silver. And he just starts twirling, twirling the pen over her head, twirling the pen over her kneecaps, and was like, do you feel it yet? Do you feel it yet? Her husband's just looking like, oh, my God. <laughs> Because the guy kept like going pen, about it. Like, do you write with? Yeah, like a writing pen. Yeah, he comes out. And he starts swirling it. He's trying to sell this product. He, he first starts off with pitch sale. Yeah, I have this silver that I use, and I snort up my nose anytime I'm in pain, and it cures everything right out of your oh, body. I'm like, oh, God. God. And I'm not trying to be funny, but not saying big people can't be healthy, but he was like, looked like a pretty unhealthy guy. Wow. <laughs> No, but, but then he just starts pulling out all kinds of things out of his pocket, like all types of products from this line. He starts pulling out these, like I'm sitting there right next to him, and he's like, hey, you feeling fatigued? And he pulls these pills out of his pocket and said, take these. Gives you six hours of energy. I'm like, what the hell is this? And he's like, who has good balance here? Who wants to take the balance test? And that, and then has people getting up, which was only my friend. She, she got up and did the and balance I, test. And I felt so bad because, like, the Airbnb, the, the host, the organizer of the meetup was, like, a legit investor. Uh, wanted to learn. I taught him about Airbnb. He was a real cool guy, the, the organizer. But, yeah, this it was like a bunch of pitch sale people there ruining it, man. So Jeez. There's a bunch of people there selling some odd, like oddball stuff, like, kind of as seen on TV items. Right, right, yeah. right. So, right. Yeah, be careful with these meetups, man. Matter of fact, me and Steve will be hosting the first Arlington Airbnb meetup soon. Um, oh, yeah. We aren't going to pitch you anything. Uh, no. 
But if you do feel like giving up money, we do take donations, hundred, two, three hundred dollars. We will take those. You know. I might, I might show up with some pitches. Uh, there you go. But I don't run it, so I can if I want to. I might be like that one guy, Bill. Who? Bill. Bill. Who's Bill? Bill's the guy with the magnetic. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Sorry, Bill. His name. Sorry to put you on blast. That's. So did she get better from getting that stuff twirled over her head? She said, she said, she said, yeah. But I think she felt bad because her husband kind of went off on the guy. Oh. Yeah, he's like, well, what do you say? I don't really want to talk to you anymore, Bill. You were intriguing at first, but now now you're just weird. Now now you're so weird. (laughs) And he wasn't even talking to Bill. He was talking to to someone else about Bill. So it was kind of mean. Poor Bill. Yeah, I'm like, he's just out here trying to sell his equipment. Twirl his pen around and save people's kneecaps and stuff. Yeah. Poor guy. But, yeah, our, our meetup won't be like that. Yeah. Oh, I found out about this new Facebook uh, page that I've been using uh, for corporate rentals. It's called the Gypsy Nurse. And what people do is it's a, just a whole page. It has like 10,000 traveling nurses in there. And what, oh, nurses, yeah, what nurses do, they go to this page and they post, hey, I'm going here. Does anyone have a corporate rental for me? And you pretty much, and then you can either post your place in there like, hey, you can come here. Or you can just go in there and freely advertise. If you want to get into the corporate nurse world without using corporate housing by owner, which I still use, Check out Gypsy, the Gypsy Nurse. You can get approved through Facebook. The lady will approve you, and man, you'll get hit up pretty quick. So, Sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and one thing that we actually we have some people hitting us up with questions now. Oh yeah, uh, shout out to Neely, and who else was it? Neely. We've been talking to Neely all week, man. He's, Neely he says good stuff. Neely's been hit up with, hitting us up with some questions. Yeah, and. Uh, um, and one thing, one thing that he um, he wants people that um, like do crash. He wanted to know information about crash pads, and I kind of know. Well, I don't. I've heard about them since I work in the airline industry, right? Because flight attendants and pilots be flying around, whatever. They just need a place to crash sometimes, and mm-hmm. um, crash pad because they might be stationed in some city that ain't close to home. So they they just need a spot to lay their head while they're here, and then they get back home, whatever. And so he wants to get into, I guess he's been having problems renting to students. He's saying, oh, he's saying yeah. that he has to cook for them. I was like, it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're good and all, but then they get a hassle because I have to cook for them. I'm like, who said he has to cook for students? Anyways, but so he's trying to get out of the student rental thing. And, and um, he wants to rent. He's talking about crash pads. And I was like, well, I sent him to this thing. And I was like, that's an untapped market. We don't talk about it too much. Yeah, we but should. But there's a lot of um, flying around, flying around, flight attendants and pilots. They just need a spot to, to sleep on. And um, it's good money in it, you know. Put a few bunks in a few rooms and they just they just land, do an overnighter. They just need a place to sleep, lay their head real quick and, and get the and bounce out of there. Charge them a few bucks, you know. Yeah. Just, just little, that's another niche. Yeah, crash niche. pads. If you got a spot by the airport, flight attendants. Uh, yeah. Definitely check into that. And so, yeah, so we put him on to this other site that I, like a, an airline Facebook page where he can try to kind of host his spot, you know. Yeah. He's out of Seattle. But um, shout out to, was it Neely? Neely? Uh, Neely? Neely. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Neely. And uh, a guy named Tim Valley, he hit us up asking about the podcast, saying he wants to learn more about Airbnb. We'll definitely be getting back in touch with him and David and Keona Fisher. 
Um, they were asking about the timeshares. So definitely thank the listeners out there for listening. Uh, we will be getting back to each and every one of you. Schedule time to talk. And yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're getting some reviews, getting some people liking the show. So yeah, um, shout out to Eddie, Eddie Bag of Money. He's a underwriter, the one helping me get. He helped me with the last loan. Helped me a real quick, smooth process with this loan. We're not going to talk about the condo because whatever the HOA BS. Yeah. But um, he's, he's he listens to our show. He's like, man, he said every episode y'all are getting better and better, you know. Yeah. And uh, we're really we're I'm really enjoying listening to it, this and that. And I'm like, that's cool, you know, kind of kind of getting some feedback finally, and uh, people are digging the show. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Bag's still open for business. I may need him to write some stuff up for me. Eddie Bag of Money, yeah, Eddie I'll bag. get you in touch with him. <laughs> Eddie Bag. <laughs> <laughs> like Money Bag, yo, Eddie Bag, yo. Eddie yeah. Bag of Money. He calls me Stevie Stacks. It's good to be tight with your underwriter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Stevie Stacks. Stevie Stacks. I, I like that. What up, Stacks? <laughs> I think uh, another uh, another one of the guys I was working with was like, Dylan or something. I call him Dylan Dollars. You know, it's just, <laughs> just you could be Money Mike. <laughs> money That's Mike. Take money Micah. Money Micah. Money Mike. You're gonna say Mike. Mike. <laughs> money Mike. Okay. Oh, so anyways, yeah. So uh, good times. We're we're having good times with this. I can't wait to start my Airbnb. Yeah. Mahogany's helping us out a lot. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate and. It. Maybe I can get some feedback from you listeners out there. I feel like I come across as a kind of a harsh person sometimes. But if you guys hire me to help you with your Airbnb, I won't be mean or rude, but it might sound like some stuff you might not want to hear. Especially when I know how I was feeling when I thought I had everything together with my Airbnb. And then I had my bubble busted when I realized, oh, man, I got a lot more to do. So it's better to have someone tell you, I think from my perspective than to have to figure it out like man why didn't I just listen um so do you guys feel like people are sometimes too harsh or is it someone's place to kind of tell you about yourself back too much nowadays you know this whole um politically incorrect or um let's say things like body shaming or or intelligence shaming or stupid. we can't call anybody like it is you know Hey, you're fat, go on a diet. Or, you know, you can't say that. <laughs> that motivates me. Someone say, hey, Steve, you gained some weight. Oh, crap. I don't know. I need to get back on the treadmill. You know, <laughs> but oh, your body's shaming me. How dare you? You know, it's like all this. I think people hold back too much because they're afraid to offend anybody. Yeah. It's, especially nowadays. Like, with the advice you're giving, you're giving someone advice for their financial future to yeah. help them build a business. Uh, I don't give a damn how straightforward you are. Because, I mean, I need you to be straightforward if I'm about to succeed. And I think that's what makes or breaks people. People that can't take it how it is, you're going to kind of, you know. Oh, I don't want to do it anymore. It's okay. Yeah. 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 You know. And I don't want to discourage anyone, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't want to discourage people by telling them how it is. But I had a I really guess. good spit sports metaphor for the, what we were just talking about. Uh-huh. And I can use it. Okay. Hey, go ahead. They always say Kobe Bryant was hard to play with. Right? right, right. They say LeBron's easy to play with. Who wins more? Yeah. Kobe. You know Kobe. why? Because he's an asshole. <laughs> and he's tough. If you're an asshole and you're tough, get stuff done Everybody faster. picks up their game. Yeah, you know? exactly. You can have an off night, but my people are going to help me help me out. Straight up. That's how well, it is guys, I'm, I'm a Kobe, so if you don't play well with Kobe. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I don't know. Find another team. 
Straight up. Because I will put the fire under your ass since we're cussing on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think Micah started that. But Micah knows. My bad. He knows I'll be, I'm harsh on you at home. Like, things that need to be done that you might not be too worried about. We're not sharing home stories on the we podcast. We can. Stop That's why I'm here. <laughs> Don't give my wife ideas. Okay? Do you feel like I'm harsh on you? No. Get in the shower. We got to go. Hurry. Get in the shower. Because I don't have to listen. <laughs> but how do you feel, though? It doesn't hurt me. Because you do listen. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it doesn't bother me. But no, I like if, when it comes to business, I like people being straightforward. Like, we were at the meetup the other day, and uh, the guy, Austin Carr, he came up to me. He was like, oh, man, when I sent you that message about the popping on the headphones, I didn't want you to be offended. I'm like, I don't care, man. Me and Steve went and, Steve went and bought some pantyhose and we fixed it up. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's the type of feedback That's, we, we want. Hear exactly. something. Yeah. Exactly. We want to get ourselves better and improve ourselves. You know? Exactly. Some pantyhose. Just like the, what is it called? The emperor has, the king has, <laughs> emperor has no clothes or whatever. What is it called? The emperor has no clothes. Remember that famous book when we were kids? Emperor's New Groove. The, Okay, I'm going to confuse it. Maybe the king has no clothes. I don't know. It's a story, yeah. like a kid's story, about this king who wants the finest, wants to wear the finest robe that money can buy, this and that. Mm-hmm. And this, this cotton man kind of comes through town and starts sweet-talking the king, telling him, hey, I got the finest fabrics, blah, 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 and you're going to just love this. And he, he does these things with his hands. He goes, and he pulls it, he just like a box, he pulls this out, and there's nothing there. But he's saying, this is the most expensive fabrics and this and that. The crowd, people will love you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And um, all the people around him are afraid to, st- like, the king's, like, buying into it. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't you see it, king? I mean, uh, intelligent, you know, smart, you know, people like you can obviously see the quality of this. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great, you know. Yeah. And um, and so he, uh, he, he convinces the king to, to take off his clothes and put this this fake fictional robe the king pays him all this gold for it i'm probably screwing up the story but anyways but all of his subjects are afraid to say anything to the king wow this is crazy and the king's standing there this this looks good doesn't it and he has just surrounded by yes men right yeah Uh, yeah king Um, looks great yeah it's great you know he goes let's go toward the city and he's walking around naked through the city and and, yeah and then um it's a weird kid story by the way right and so finally the and one of the pe- people, people are like, oh, you know, look at the, look at his clothes. And people would want to look stupid. They're like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you know, great. You know, that's beautiful. That's awesome. You know, finally one dude says, the emperor has no clothes. You know, like finally <laughs> someone points it out and the king's like, oh crap, I don't, you know. All these yes men told me, agreed with me because I didn't want to look stupid. They didn't want to look stupid. So on and so on. But finally someone, hey, you ain't got no clothes on, you know. And that's, what, and that's a metaphor for like how... Yeah. Like, we don't want to offend our friends That's and stuff true. like that. I'm know? the first one to offend my friends, but not trying to. My friend had on a wig, and it was pulled up too far on her forehead, and she was walking around all day with one of our other um, friends. <laughs> and I, I get into the um, cafeteria, and I see them uh, in our break room at work, and I was like, girl, why is your wig pulled all the way down on your forehead like that? <laughs> and she told my other friend, girl, you have me walking around like this all day and didn't say anything? <laughs> I was like, yeah, girl, pull that back. You got a booger on your face and no one yeah. tells you all Walking day all until day. someone finally, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like when Steve was telling me that story, that reminded me of coming to America. Remember when Eddie Murphy was looking for a wife? He's like, so what type of food do you like? 
whatever you like. You know, she didn't have an opinion. She, he was like, I'm going somewhere else. This ain't worth it, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I heard a cool term. A cool term. And okay. it's called skill stacking. You ever awesome. heard of that term? Skill stacking? No, what is that? Okay. No. For example, with real estate. Let's say, um, let's say you're not the best person. You know a few things to do around the house. You know, okay, I can do a sink. I can maybe do a toilet. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm not the best at doing the rest of the stuff. All right. But you do have those two skills, right? Oh, my other skill is um, I'm good at talking to people, you know? Okay, that's another skill. And, and I'm, okay, I'm really good at um, pulling financing, you know? So that's like your best skill. And then you have another skill. I'm, I'm kind of good at screening renters. Okay, you, you might be kind of at all, you know, mediocre at a few things, real good at other stuff, but it doesn't matter because all these different skills is adding to your, you, I guess, your net worth of skills. And you're skill stacking, and you stack all those up, and you can you got like a lot of weapons to use. I don't know. It, it was a I, I probably explained it wrong, but it was, it was a cool term. You know, you're, you're not going to be the best at mm-hmm. every single thing, but just take it take into account those skills that you do have, stack them up, stack them up, and hey, you got something there. You yeah, know? and then also you can combine your skills with other people's skills and make something even greater. Exactly. And have full blown who knows what going on. Yeah. yeah. What you're kind of talking about is what Skillshare is. Remember, we were looking at Skillshare. Oh, yeah, that you is a platform for. You talking about that platform? Yeah, that's share economy. That's a. I think that's a really good share economy thing where you can just pretty much post your skills and people come get you. You know, um, I, I think the world. It's is, not really your skills, was it? It was like, um, I guess it's your skills. If you want to learn how to paint, you can find someone to train you how to do it. That's what that website was. Yeah, train you how to do certain oh, I stuff. See. Yeah. Or like you know how you yeah. do um, estheticians, you can yeah. someone could hire you to teach them instead of maybe. Yeah, it's like in, in the beauty industry, the people who can do uh, micro bleeding, uh, eyelashes, waxing, makeup, especially the makeup artists because they do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Skillshare, that, 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 like in how you said skill stacking, I, I think a lot of the world's starting to go there, like because. One, it's cheaper and it's kind of easier to just find someone to do something for you than, you know, going to these big corporate companies. You know, I think those are the ones that are going to pay in the share economy. Not right now, but like maybe 20, 30 years from now. Like it's almost to the point where we could teach 16 year olds about the share economy. They could be full blown entrepreneurs. Right off the bat. Yeah. Right. Straight up. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. And so um, going back to something earlier, what's... Would sports nuts make good um, Airbnb renters? You know, ours did. So y'all, y'all got some sports nuts have been written out spots. Yeah, they make okay. pretty good renters. Because I just pictured in my head a bunch of dudes getting together and you know playing, drinking, and destroying your spot. Well, you know? it depends on how you're attracting them. Um, the the people we get usually are like couples, like couples coming to a game or another, like two couples coming. Those, those are usually the good ones. They're not drinking. They're taking their girlfriend, their wife out to a game, you know, you got to attract those ones. But like, if you like, remember how we were talking about, we were trying to set up Steve's Airbnb, you were kind of attracting the party group of guys coming and kicking it <laughs> in your spot. Cause I was like, man, certain things like, cause, uh, here's actually a tip for everybody. Like, okay. I allow smoking at my place on my patio, which I'm eventually going to take off because we had smoker issues, but 
Um, I don't advertise that on my Airbnb. I make it so you can't smoke. But then in the in the um, rules section, I say you're allowed to smoke just on the patio. It actually drives away smokers, but the smokers that do smoke, they see it and they go on the patio. They make sure they're not loud smelling. So it kind of it puts them in a precaution. Right, you know? right. Yeah. So it depends on how you word it. You, you know, it, big wording is big on your Airbnb. You're branding your exactly. Your, that's that's a big thing. That's what Jasper always talks about. Mm-hmm. Branding your Airbnb. Yeah. And what what did he he had one in um, Jasper's the guy from um, Get Paid for Your Pad the he, the number one Airbnb podcast. We're catching up to him. Yeah. You know we got a few hundred thousand more listeners to go, but we're getting there. <laughs> and um, and he talked about the importance of branding. Mm-hmm. And he said Amsterdam. A lot of people go there to you know to partake, to smoke some weed, party, yeah. blah blah, red light district, all that stuff. But he said that he wanted to attract uh, a different kind of clientele. And he said, and he branded his perfect couples retreat or something like that, you know. And that, yeah. And so that's what he would attract most of the time. Couples coming in there. And he and he would really harp on the, the little coffee shops near, not, not the weed coffee shops, but the actual coffee shops nearby and stuff like that. And he said, yeah, you got you to gotta know who you want to target and, and, and brand it accordingly. Yeah, and targeting, um, man, this is actually really cool. Well, not cool, but kind of crazy. So a real big thing about Airbnb, I've told us that this before, is your profile picture. Because I've even heard people say, hey, they've rejected people for their profile picture. Now, this is kind of funny. I kind of got the back seat of how it is to be an Airbnb guest. Now, my buddy, he hit me up yesterday. He was he, We work right across from each other. He hit me up. He goes, man, I'm looking for an Airbnb he goes, I'm going to go ahead and start. He goes, I'm going in two weeks, but I'm going to keep getting rejected. I'm like, what do you mean you're going to keep getting rejected? <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, man, they discriminate on Airbnb. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, man, if you've ever tried getting a room on Airbnb, I'm like, nah, but I'm a host. He goes, I know you're a host, but if you ever tried getting a room, he's like, nah. He goes, oh, yeah, man, I get rejected like 20, 30 times. He goes, I'm like, yeah, he, he's a black guy like myself. He's an African-American guy. Yeah. But... He's been in the military, so he goes, yeah, man, I tried to spice up my, uh, my my Airbnb. You know, I told him I've been in the military, got a Purple Heart, retired, disabled veteran. Uh, and so, like, he did it right in front of me. He goes, watch. He booked one. We went to lunch, came back. It was rejected. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, how often do you have to do this? He goes, oh, I do this all the time, man. He goes, whenever I book an Airbnb, I, have to know I, I can't ever get one that same day, so I have to book it out. I'm like, dang, man, that's pretty crazy. I've never... I know it's messed up. I've, I've never booked Airbnb from right. that, f- from a guest perspective. But then our last guest, no, it was one of our first guests. He even said like he noticed discrimination within Airbnb hosts. So he goes, I felt more comfortable with me and Mahogany. He goes, yeah, I felt more comfortable with you guys. And I was like, dang, man. So I guess us being hosts opens doors for other people to feel comfortable as well. That's a great point, man. And yeah. What and what did his profile look like? I was thinking you were gonna get to something like he was like has his pit bull right here no. or something. Just he's a like, regular Yeah, suit tie. He's a business corporate guy who's been in the military wow. serving. Yeah. Messed man. Up, man. I and I never thought about I could it. see it being I mean, I yeah, definitely I see, see it. it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And and that was one thing Airbnb was supposed to just fix their discrimination policies, but then I thought about it, I'm like, how can they do it? Because if you don't have on instant book you can literally just cipher through who you want to stay at your place. Exactly. And with our timeshares, like I think Airbnb knows it's a timeshare. 
And so they they give us leniency when we decline guests because they know it's pretty much because there's no room there. But yeah, and I never thought about it from that perspective, and that was kind of interesting. I was like, dang man, which I knew stuff like that happens, but it's just like you got to book your place two weeks in advance and make sure you stay on top of it because you know you're going to get rejected. I was like, dang man, and this dude he needs to get some scissors and an Abercrombie and Fitch catalog and cut out a nice picture. And put that in his, as his profile. That's the only problem. <laughs> no. And you know what the funny part about it was, though? He told me, because he was in the military, he said he did a test on it. He said he had one lady, he tried to book with one lady's place, she rejected him. And he had his military buddy, he was a white guy, he had the same type of outfit as him. She booked it and she accepted him. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm definitely not surprised. That was the funny part was, though? They did a real good... She had on that flexible cancellation, so they waited till like the day of, and they canceled it. Boom! What's up? <laughs> I was like, "That's a good one." Yeah. But yeah, but I—that's. I, what was that place you said where the they, they pretty much posted it for the discrimination purposes, or you said it was for minorities? It was a, it was a share economy place. Oh uh, no! What's his name? Brought that up. Um, Who was Al? It? Did Al bring that up? Uh, was it Al or? Am I not, well, was it me or was it someone? Al, you were Jasper. It was about inclusive. Might have been yeah, it's like all inclusive. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah. and the, for things like that, man, I think you know, if Airbnb, I, I don't. But at the same time, I don't know how you stop the discrimination because there's even the guy from Short Term Rental Secrets, which I hope to have him on the podcast soon because he has some really good information. He said he doesn't like to discriminate against people, but he does know that hey, he has a, his whole house. People can ruin things, so he does kind of discriminate on age or whatnot. So, right, but right. you know the way I look at it, I mean, I wouldn't want to have it turned off so they can't discriminate. If you don't want me at your house, I certainly don't want to be there spending my Definitely. money. So I mean, yeah. go ahead and reject me because of my color or because of my age, like whatever. There's yeah. people out there who do want my company. So exactly, and I'm like, why would you reject someone like him? And you're rejecting money pretty much. Like, that's that's the shocking part about it. Like, you know? So. Right. But yeah. I, it brings me back. It, it reminds me a little bit of um, this movie I watched one time. I told, I forgot the name of the movie, whatever. But this um, th- this black guy was telling this other, this other younger black dude, you know, mm-hmm. he's like really young. And this old, and he, the, the, the other black guy is real older guy. He's trying to tell him about the past. He goes, yeah, aren't you glad all this discrimination is over you know we could stay other places now or we could we could have you know we could be here now we don't have to be we don't have to you know um they they can't say we can't eat here or this and that he goes he goes well you know it's good and it's bad because we had really thriving black communities because people would you know they wouldn't go to the white community to go eat at this whatever this place yeah so they come here and we you know we had our own thriving communities but as soon as all that went away you know this this community went downhill because you can go anywhere you wanted this and that he goes i guess he was saying there's a downside to it too but but like you're saying you're capitalizing on people who you know african-american or whatever hispanic they can't get a spot somewhere. I mean, but hey, that's more money for you, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, so. that economy downshift when things like that happen. Yeah, and then now it can kind of pick back up with the whole share share economy. You know I didn't I mean? even think about it because I looked at y'all's reviews. 
And mm-hmm. I was looking at and it, it was a lot of African American people staying at y'all's place. Yeah. And I wonder if they just they see the picture right away and they they see like a picture of like a white family or whatever. They, and mm-hmm. if that happens to oh, I'd rather stay here. You know. Yeah. They're, they're my. Me and Mahogany were thinking that as well because I was like, man, a lot of people, like even the last guests who came, they were what, Hispanic? They came for the game. And like, I think people feel like, okay, I'll be more accepted. You know what I mean? I don't have to, I don't like, especially like my coworker, I don't have to go through 10 people to get a room. Right. You know what I mean? And I was like, dang, man, that's crazy. Go through that many. (laughs) That's nuts. Yeah, I really just, I guess it just depends on who has had past experiences with racism or prejudices. That determines if they stay with certain people or have yeah. certain people in their house or not. Because, you know, maybe some people are raised to think a certain race of people are bad. So they don't want yeah. that at their house or don't want to risk it. Because exactly. my, my, my best friend, she's from Colombia. And she's had a lot of stigmas on black people that she, like, you know, has asked me about. Is this true? What's this? Da, da, da. And I'm able to direct her, like, no, not all black people are like this. I mean, right, right. you see me and my husband... It's actually where I come across black people who act like the stigmatize, you know, the stigmatism. Uh-huh. And she's just like, oh, wow. So I think some people just don't know because we've had plenty of, you know, every every culture has stayed at our house for the most part. Most part. Um, Pakistani and Caucasian, black people, Asian people. Yeah. I like Because um, even my friend Jose, people. you know, Jose I work with. Mm-hmm. He said the same thing about Airbnb. He's Puerto Rican. He goes, yeah, man, I have to put on a suit and tie and have a picture of me and my wife and my son. And I was like, that's the picture I use to attract more people. Yeah, so yeah. I, branding is tough on Airbnb. You do have to brand it right, definitely. Because yeah. some people, which we don't go through their pictures. We kind of just Google the people. Yeah, we Google them. Um, but like one guy, he said he just clicks on their profile and just goes to the pictures that are on their profile. And he said he saw one guy holding a beer and he kind of rejected it. You know, it's yeah. See, yeah. when I go stop people's Facebooks to find out if I want them to stay or not, <laughs> I'm more so looking at if are you a real person? Do you have a life somewhere, or is this like you got one profile picture up and the rest are like images? Like, who are you? Right, right. But you know, if I see, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I would. I kind of discriminate. Because that guy who stayed with your uncle looked like a creeper. He did look kind of creepy. <laughs> he looked out like, I mean, he was sitting in this little small cramped up room and he had this spiked up hair. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> Some people aren't photogenic. <laughs> no, but he was just like frowning. And then even the guy who stayed at our house who said he was trying to stay around the corner, but the guy had a frowning face profile page like he was frowning in his picture he goes oh man uh, and he booked us instead and he told us you do want to look friendly yeah he said you guys look more friendly and inviting so i booked you guys first impressions man yeah first impressions that's what i love about the show we tackle you know topics that other um real estate or other um airbnb podcasts really don't talk about too much yeah yeah definitely discrimination you know they they might gloss over it real quick you know but but yeah we get in there yeah so we yeah, that's that's, cool. that's real big on Airbnb, man, and uh, you know, it, hopefully it helps people out. Stay at our Airbnb. Hey, everybody, stay at our Airbnbs, and yeah. you'll be and you, you'll be welcomed. As long as you don't <laughs> look like the kid with the trench coat that wants to shoot at the school. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. I don't know if he's got good reviews. You know, Maybe he <laughs> likes trench coats. Yeah, yeah, he got good reviews. One okay. thing I wanted to bring up because me and, and and my wife and my and my daughters, I, I told you we went to Padre mm-hmm. to South Padre Island um, a few weeks ago. Or about yeah, a few weeks ago, and um, 
So we stayed at a, and it, it just right about August 15th, that's when the down season starts over there. Mm-hmm. So you can get spots pretty cheap. And we got a spot that was on the beach. You know, you could see the sunrise, which is what I really wanted, beachfront, oh, yeah. you know, for like 150 a night. And, um, which is a really good deal. And that was 150 after taxes, all the fees and everything. And so um, I was like, man. And I was thinking to myself, because that's after we, we, we didn't get the, the condo, you know, because the HOA was screwed up. And I was thinking, man, if this really nice place is, is only charging 150 man, I would have been hard. I would have been hard for me to make money on mine that wasn't even on the beach, you know. Yeah. And mm. um, anyways, so I was out. Uh, maybe that comforted me some. But um, this was an old. This is they didn't. It wasn't on Airbnb. This thing. It was on like one of the the property rental um, rental places on the beach mm-hmm. on the on Padre rented out for these people. So people have these spots, and they just hand it over to them um, and these rental agencies, and they and they rent it out. And so we get there, and I have to go to the office to get the keys. You know, it's all old school, right? And so I get the keys, and then um, he gives me this paper. He goes, "Okay, this is what the." This is what is provided with your um, with your condo, and it said um, I think one roll of toilet paper in each bathroom, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get the first trash bag. You get they is on us. You get one trash bag. After that, you have to buy trash bags. Wow. One thing of paper towels, and I was like, man, I was like, you can't get more. And you, and I he gave me some extra towels because I asked him because he was at the spot, and he's like. Um, and he's like, no, well, if you need more toilet paper, you got to go buy the toilet paper. You got to go buy it. If you need more soap, because they can start you off with one little bar, little, little, you know, hotel bar of soap. Yeah. You got to go buy soap. You got to go with this and that. I was like, man, I was like, this is the, this is the old school way to do it. B-Y-O-T. Bring your own toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, man, Airbnb, uh, they got that advantage. People people provide you with toilet paper and enough you know stuff to st- there, there was no there was not one thing of salt in the place no pepper no cooking oil you had to go buy all that stuff yeah yeah was, see he, he he wasn't in the uh hospitality he wasn't looking at it from a hospitality standpoint right yeah, no but he just handed it over to the the rental agency they they're the one that that rented it out to us and they don't provide any of that stuff this guy doesn't provide any of that stuff he's probably yeah. spending all the money for the rental uh company <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And they're probably charging thirty percent. Thirty percent to be terrible. Hosts. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I don't get it. Yeah, people charge thirty percent to be terrible hosts, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, we rented it because it was a good price, and we stopped at a place and bought all the stuff we needed. So, but that's a lot. I, I see that happening so often, and hearing about people staying at Airbnbs that were like bare bones, literally. Yeah. But I guess I mean some people just don't care to make it as big, or they don't know it could be as big as it could be. If they put more effort into it, maybe yeah. they just don't know. Maybe they just don't want to put in the work. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But for the most part, the ones I've stayed at, we've stayed at a lot, and they provide all that stuff, yeah. and at least and at least something to cook with. You know, you don't have to go buy cook cooking um, oil and, yeah. and butter, and they provide you with the basics. Maybe mm-hmm. some mustard and ketchup in there or something like that. But this place was the old school way of doing it. Yeah. And yeah. There you go. Yeah, man. It- Huh? The things on the lights, everything was written. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, the um the the light switches and all that stuff, and um, it, it, they put like uh, this paper on there, or I don't know if they wrote on the wall, but they put like in slips of paper, 
and they wrote on the wall in in, in um, Sharpie. He goes, the left light turns on the TV, this and that. The right, the right switch turns off the the fan light. I mean, they had all these instructions on all the all the lights throughout really? the house. All the light switches throughout the house had like detailed instructions of which one did what. You know? Wow, like, man, that's I mean, crazy. It, I guess it's helpful, but it's yeah. a little tacky. Is because yeah. they, they just wrote it. You know, it wasn't on a piece of paper. I mean, it wasn't like um typed or anything like that it was yeah. just written out this light does this this light does that yeah and, and i'm happy you brought up the whole padre and how you said like right now it's a down season uh i tell all people man i mean if if you have that extra income you just hey you want three four months out of the year to boom real quick yeah go to a vacation area but if you like looking for year round man find an area where it's constant traffic that's what i call it constant traffic to get get your Airbnb off the ground, um, the vacation sites, the vacation areas like what South Padre, perfect example. You're gonna have that down season, you know. So you have to prepare for that. Either make sure you're making enough money in that five month span for the whole year. Yeah. Or you know, it's pretty call about kind of budgeting it out. Um, that's one thing me and Mahogany did. I think two weeks ago, kind of got our sweet spot on our number like where we eventually want to end up and how we're going to get there, what amenities we're going to add, and how we're eventually going to get to that number, and that'll be our financial freedom number. So Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, this was a good show, I think. You know, yeah. we were all over the place, but we talked. All uh, over the place. Covered, some good, good. covered some good ground, and um, yeah, it was, it was great having Mahogany guest yeah. um, host or host host Thanks. or co-host co or whatever. <laughs> I'm just here. And my wife, Lupita, her yeah. first appearance on the show. Her first appearance? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so, and you can, I'll put her information too up if you find me on through the site or you want to you yeah. get some um, esthetician stuff done if you're in the DFW area and she'll hook you up real good price, real cheap, cheap. Hey, that's, a, that's our second ad of the day. Hey, how yeah. come you and I don't have ads? We're the ones, you yeah, know, I know. running this on? thing. We'll have them soon, man. Once we We're get selling a few these magic pins that take all your pain, pain away. <laughs> so, but, uh, so yeah, yeah we had a great time. Uh, you want to do the spiel? What do, uh, find hit us, us up, liveletthrive at gmail.com. Go to the website, liveletthrive.com. Uh, hit us up on Facebook at liveletthrive. Uh, you can hit artistvacations.com. Oh, no, no, not artistvacations.com. That's coming soon. But Artist Vacations on Facebook. We advertise for Live, Let, Thrive and for our rentals on there. And Steve will be up soon. Yeah, I will be up soon, like at 4.30 in the morning. Oh. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh dang. Got to go to work in the morning. No, no. I'll be, yeah, my my um, my site will be up soon. And, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing this. We'll be um, we can Airbnb over here at, uh, at the art house. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good, Good show. show. Yeah. Thanks, thanks Mahogany. No problem, y'all. Take care. Be easy. Be easy. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the listeners. Neely, Tim Val, Dave, Keona Fisher. Thanks for listening. And everyone else who's listening. Eddie and everyone ba- else. Eddie Bag of Money. Yeah, Eddie Bag of Money. <laughs> and we're signing off. Stevie Stacks Stevie and Money Stacks Mike. And Money Mike. Yeah. Not Magic Micah. Money Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Adios. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.